Welcome to Crunching Gears, the podcast. I'm Kevin Glendinning, and I've been a rally fan for more years than I care to remember. There are certain sounds or words that can transport you back 20, 30 years to standing on the ditch or tuning into our PM on a Thursday night. The intention of this podcast is to hear some of the stories behind those moments. What could you do in a works car with works back up your neck, Frank? Take it handy and win every rally around. Bertie Fisher and Andrew Nesbitt have made the 1999 event a classic, as we have already said. Never has so much been provided for so many by so few. The proudest time and the seat of a rally here, because that day and that hour and those minutes, I got the butt between my teeth. You know, I really stood up and was counted and said, this is not getting away. I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me, what are we doing? I said, we're going for gold, Barrett. Let's talk rallying and... Welcome along to part two of the Rory Kennedy interview. In this interview, Rory talks about his time in WRC with Alistair Ginley, getting the call from a young Fermanagh man, Gary Jennings, and the relationship that developed from there, also, his time with Mark Higgins and claiming two BRC co-driver titles, competing in his home Donegal rally in a works Mitsubishi and giving the WRC champion a good race for his money in Donegal that, in the following year. He also talks about his time in China with Niall McShay and then winning his beloved Donegal once again. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoy. Uh, Join us again tonight, we have Rory Kennedy. Uh, Rory, the last time we looked back at your early career and we up through uh, the, you know, your formative years with James Collin, we went then to James McDade, and to Vincent, then and we Bertie, and then we after Bertie and all, then we looked at uh, Stephen Finley and uh, your time with Brendan Kelly. We touched briefly on Alistair Ginley, and then in 2003, you started doing some WRC events with Alistair. How did all that come about? That's right, Kevin. Um, again, the common, the common denominator really was that um, um, Rally Tires were our main sponsor when I was running with Bertie and all the way up through the years. And had very, we had very strong contacts there. And they were always interested in investing in young drivers, you know, and getting them up and getting them out there. And Alistair Gimley had shown some promise at British Championship level and stuff. And... Um, well, I had good uh, links with Brelly, and Brelly asked me would I go and sit on him on the Scottish Rally as a one-off event and we were McKinstry's World Rally Car. Uh, one of the first, I think I made him on a P2000 or something like that. <laughs> so anyway, we went through the Scottish Rally and really went quite well for us. We were second all the way through. Mark Higgins was leading. Mark broke down and on the very next, we got into the lead then and on the very next stage, we broke down and we tried to fix the gear linkage broke. You see, we tried to fix it and put it back together. But of course, I was fiddling away and trying to put it back together, and I caught my hand on the, on the um, 
down on the mechanism of the gear lever. Uh -huh. and whatever happened at that point, I think Gary just moved and my hand got pulled down into the, into the gears and I lost part of my fingers. In fact, I was really lucky I didn't lose them all. I just lost a part of one there, as you can see, and my hand has never been the same since. But uh -huh. Anyway, I was lucky enough that it wasn't a permanent injury. I can, I can cope with it very well. Mm -hmm. But that was the start, me, me and Alistair, and Alistair's father came to me the following year then, the start of 2003, and said, look, we're going to do eight board rallies, and, um, or maybe five board rallies the first year, and eight the next year, or eight the first year and five the next year, and would have interest in coming along and getting involved. So of course I thought I wasn't doing very much at that point. I wasn't with any other drivers, and I thought, sure, why not? I'll go and do it. And so Alistair and me did eight board rallies in two years. <clears throat> now, what a good, fair bit of success, you know. He's only a very young driver. I think he's only 22 at the time, like. Uh -huh. So, car the first year was a, for, a Ford Focus, and again it was it was a customer car from M Sport, and it was run by ADR, who were very much one of the top rally preparation teams for the Group N cars and stuff in the UK. Yeah. And um, so they ran us on that. And then the second year, we got an opportunity to get an S11 Subaru from ProDrive. Mm -hmm. And again, we, we used that ADR on that car and we did uh, eight word rallies. I think our best, we finished seventh in Cyprus maybe, or right. there there. Uh -huh. yeah. And we finished 15th or 16th in Finland and ninth in Necropolis. And that was a good variety of results, some quite good results. Uh -huh. And GB, um, Ali, or uh, um, Alistair was the top uh, British driver, so he was in Rally GB that year. Uh -huh. so not yeah. a bad driver, like, um, uh, but you know, he was only learning the ropes even that time, but not a bad driver. Uh -huh. and, um, no, but a very good time. I really enjoyed it, I must say, and it was a great time. Uh -huh. And like, for somebody so young to step up to that level, like, that was, you know, was huge probably back then. They probably didn't get the credit he deserved, really, you know. So. I, well, you're right, I, but. I was straight on the deep end as well, like, mm -hmm. you know, when you're in that more rallies, there's nowhere to hide, like, and no. mm -hmm. Chris Meek was there, and we, at that time, and we, um, we'll get at her, but I hope we'll get uh, at her. Of course, of course, of course. And um, Guy Wilkes was there, and a wee Suzuki, uh -huh. and a truck car might just stay in front of them boys, like, yes. you know, so we're uh -huh. always on, on and around them, like, but mm -hmm. um, he's a good driver, Al, and me and I had some good times together, and um, he rallies an escort BDA there and I can time to time. Quite an accomplished driver, I'm still in contact with him. Yeah, good, very good. So then that brought you up to the end of 04. And you said before, like, you were actually sort of like, you had nothing really in the pipeline for 05. And then a certain Pramana man come knocking at the door. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was amazing how that happened, actually. I really felt that in 2005, that was it. No more drives, like, no more, um, no more call ups, only drivers or anything. And, so I had been doing the Tarmac Championship every year, year in, year out, since 89 or something. Mm -hmm. This is up to 2005. And the Galway Rally came and went, and there was no drive, and I really felt that was it. And then out of the blue, um, uh, Neville, big Neville rang me, and um, says to me, did you know Gary Jennings? And I had heard of Gary, but I didn't really know too much about him. But, well, sorry, I had heard of him, and I knew more about him because he was very fast in the Peugeots and stuff back yeah. Gordon was a co-driver back then. Uh -huh. um, so um, he said to me, would have been interested in going to Circuit Ireland with him. And I said, come here to to think about that and I'll come back to you. So of course I rang Ivan, Ivan Fisher then, because Ivan was kind of sponsoring Gary at that time and he was mentoring him a wee bit and getting him going and all. So I rang Ivan, Ivan says, this boy, as far as I'm concerned, is a good enough driver. He's not, the, he's not the real lead yet, but he will be. Mm -hmm. So anyway, between one thing and another, me and Gary did the circuit. 
portion all we did was the circuit together, six overall portion group N and a brilliant run. Never put a wheel wrong, like, uh -huh. brilliant. And really that was the beginning of me and him then, that was 05, like. Yeah. If you think, this is 2020. Uh -huh. And I and tasted a good bit of success along the way, like, and, uh -huh. um, and yeah. even shortly after that, I combined that with Mark Higgins come on the scene then a wee bit for the British Championship as well. Uh -huh. The British Championship didn't kick off until April that year, and the Pirelli Rally was the first round, so it was easy enough to balance up doing that, doing the tarmac ones with Gary over here, uh -huh. and doing the British ones with Mark. It was great to get go, great to get the call up with Mark as well. Uh -huh. He and I were friendly for years and years and years, you know. Way back to whenever he was starting out in the Manx and all, and, and me and Bertie were there on the Brett's and all. Yeah. And we're always having the crack and so on. And oh, we'll have to get together and do a rally sometime. So eventually it happened in 05. We, we linked up and he and I did the British Championship that year. Uh huh. Uh, it was 05 or 06. That was about 06 you won the Championship, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. It was 06, sorry, right? Uh huh. And, um, but anyway, sorry, go back to Gary uh -huh. uh, in 05. So we came to the Donegal Rally in 05. And I'll never forget the press conference and people were saying to me, who's this boy you're with? And I'm like, who, who is this boy? And so on. I says, Gary Jennings. Said, I don't know. And anyway, we were called up then at the press conference, you know, and with Gary Jennings and Ricky Andy here, and we come up and they said, oh, Gary, what rallies have you done? Oh, well, I've done the British, or done the Peugeot Championship, and I've done the one, or two sixes and so on and so forth. And then they said to me, and I says, I've done two rallies with Gary already. And I says, oh, I have no hesitation. And getting in with them to go over and knock Alla flat out and all this. And the people, uh -huh. and the, the people were at the press conference were thinking, bloody hell, what kind of boy is this? <laughs> what kind of driver is this? But anyway, he, he definitely lived up the villain because one group in, six overall or whatever it was in the rally, uh -huh. goal, and we did the same in the circuit. Or sorry, uh, I did the same in the circuit, the Ulster, Jim Clark, and the Manx. Yeah. Jim Clark, no, do the Manx. Now there's Jim Clark 05 there. Uh -huh. um, I went on to be Group N champions that year. Yeah. So you know, it was very achievement, like first. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh -huh. Settled in well there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So uh, you were saying then, just you mentioned Mark Fisher coming on board there. Uh, no. Um, or, uh, sorry, Mark Higgins, yeah, for 06 then, then doing yeah, the British so, Championship rounds and all. That's good. I was. Gary and me were doing a few rallies, or doing the Irish Championship again that year in 06. Uh -huh. And then. I remember I was down at work one day, totally out of the blue, I got a phone call from Mark Higgins. Mark says, doing a British Championship. <clears throat> we're doing it with um, uh, that first year. We weren't still about the first year, I don't think. We were, we were still about the first year. <clears throat> um, I think we were still about sponsored the first year. Or whatever. Anyway, Mark came up with this deal that we were all still about um, sponsored group and care for the British Championship. Mm -hmm. It was a group and championship then. Yeah. And would have been interested in going and so on. Of course, I said, I would surely jump at the chance. Like, mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity, first of all, to rally with Mark, and then with the possibility to know all the rallies and also be number the side to win the championship, the British mm -hmm. Championship. So uh, we teamed up, went to the Pirelli rally, and led the rally in two punctures on the second day, put us back to third, but we finished second and ended up. Ryan Champion won the rally, and we were second. And I think going down was third. So not a great start, if you like, um, close enough, but not close, close but not uh -huh. close enough. Like. Yeah. And then we know we did, um, after the Pirelli, where were we then? Uh, Jim Clark, maybe? Right. Jim Clark. Uh, no, 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 Jim Clark, you're right, I get when I was in there. Went to Jim Clark, we won there after a titanic battle 
with uh, Rory Gallagher. We won on the last stage. In fact, we ended up we ended up joint uh, time exactly equal time, uh -huh. but it was um, fastest time on the last stage. One, we were fastest on the last stage. Rory was distraught, but we were delighted. It <laughs> 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 was. Uh -huh. And then went on. Um, we won the Manx that year as well. No, did we? No, we didn't win the Manx because it was part of the tarmac and all the yes. work. Uh -huh. We won the British Championship section. Yes. Uh -huh. yes. uh -huh. We didn't win the rally outright. Uh -huh. Very good. I think we won the Ulster as well. We beat Gundav uh -huh. uh, on the Ulster and Guy Wilkes. And uh -huh. went on and went eventually won the championship together. Yeah. Fantastic year. Incredible first time out. Uh -huh. New driver, new car, new team. Won the championship. Like. Uh -huh. You couldn't ask for better than that. No, I think at that time, I may have been the only third yeah. ever Irishman to win the British championship. Uh -huh. I think the first time might have been Billy Coleman's go driver, Dan O'Sullivan, away back in 74, maybe. Uh -huh. I think it was 74, Dan Coleman won the 74, 74. And then uh, Brian Murphy won it one year then with uh, Austin McHale. David Higgins won the championship, but Brian Murphy won the co-driver section. Uh -huh. Because yes. for some reason, uh, I think David Higgins' co-driver wasn't available for one of Anders. Anders on the So Brian won it as well. So Brian was Austin McHale's co-driver at the time. Uh -huh. And then I won it, and I went on again to win it in 2008 as well. Uh -huh. So, brilliant time there, brilliant rallies. And mm -hmm. we got that was 06, we got the deal to come to Donegal with it. Yeah. How, how did that all come about then? Well, how that all came about was first of all, Mark had driven for, uh, had driven for Nissan a couple of years ago in the BRC, and John Easton was the team manager of uh, Nissan at that time. Mm -hmm. They won the championship and so on. And uh, Mark and John East were very packed, but John then became team manager for Mitsubishi WRC. And they've been doing all the rallies, world rallies, and so on. But mm -hmm. in 06, for some reason, they weren't doing all the world rallies, they're only doing some. Mm -hmm. And Andrew Nesbitt was doing the day to, to get one of the cars for Donegal. And because they were coming to Donegal anyway, we were able to do a deal. That we're able to latch on, if you like, or oh, piggyback you know, on it, nearly piggyback uh -huh. on. But it's, it's not as expensive to take two cars as what? Sorry, it's not double the cost for two cars as it's yeah. for one. Yeah. So we did we did that, and we got a good few sponsors who helped us out as well, mm -hmm. which is brilliant. That made made it possible to have them two cars here. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so um, got the opportunity to come and do the rally. It was unbelievable. Hey, it works. You know, what, two thousand and six. Uh -huh. Donegal Rally was the best rally ever, I think. Yes, I think it was the probably yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. definitely the best think, Donegal, if not the best ever in Ireland. Yes. I, I think so. I, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's it's general consensus that's what it was like. Mm -hmm. So, um, but when we got our car wasn't right on the first day. If you remember that, we weren't even in the hunt. Either. No, we were, we were back in tenth or eleventh at the end mm -hmm. of the first leg, like, and all sorts of problems with us. But anyway, when we got our sorted, we went out on Saturday morning, and I think we did five fastest times one after the other. Mm -hmm. And before very long, we were second, and uh, Andrew was first. <laughs> and then it was punch for punch all the way. Yeah. I, did, I did a summary of them times recently there, but um, I just don't have it to hand here. But one stage that stands out for me was uh, was not Gala that year. It was 20k long, and Mark had never seen that stage or competed on that stage ever before the Wednesday of the rally. And we went down and wrote the notes. And we wrecked the stage three times, maybe, maybe uh, probably three times. Mm -hmm. And come the rally, first one over, fastest time. 
that to me he was the mark of the man. Like. Yes, and like Nesbitt always prided himself on Nogola, like that was he, exactly. He always gets marked down in Nogola, didn't he? Yeah. Not only him, but all the other boys yeah. as well. Aye. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. uh-huh. And for Mark to come there first time and do that, uh-huh. I good admiration for him for that. And yes. Obviously, a quality driver, you mm-hmm. know, of the highest order, and really. You know, that's an outstanding memory I have during fastest time on that uh-huh. at that time. Anyway, at all, in the end, it, we ended up second, and Andrew won, and it was great for the team. Uh-huh. Uh, one two in Donegal, the two works cars, and mm-hmm. it was a great tail end for them. Yeah. But um, we really were looking for first, not second. So <laughs> it's, it's a fairy tale for us. No. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's often said that, you know, they were proper, proper cars. They weren't like a customer car. They were the real deal as such, weren't they, you know? All works. <laughs> yes. All uh, works. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the best you could get them, the best team, and every, yeah. all the trappings that go along with that. Yeah. Um, we did a few rallies with them after that. Again, we foreign. We were in Estonia. We drove for them there as well. Uh-huh. It was part of Donegal, did We got that deal as well to go to Estonia uh-huh. and do that rally La Pays or something like that. But... Um, we finished to get there. Well, it was actually a group N car that we had for it. Like uh-huh. we finished to get in second in group N right there. Mm-hmm. So just the same as Finland stages, big wide gravel stages. Like. Incredible Love. rally, uh-huh. unbelievable rally. Like. Yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, me and Mark had some brilliant rallies. Hey, uh-huh. some great success. Like mm-hmm. He's a top driver and still is. And he he actually went on. He went on. Now. He's currently a stunt driver in the James Bond movies. Oh yes. Uh huh. And if you see them Aston Martins in the James Bond movies, and you see the baddie chasing James Bond, well, Mark's normally the baddie. <laughs> <laughs> he's normally driving that car, so he is. Like, so, yeah. so fair play to him. He's got a uh-huh. he's had a very wide and varied career, like and yeah, and he's and he's still he's making a living out of driving, you know, which is <laughs> well, he's made the most of it, and yeah. he's got on there, and that's brilliant for him. I think it's absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember going to see the James Bond film. Uh, what was it called? Not the last one, but the previous one. And we're in the cinema and we're watching all the credits coming in. We sat, follow me, we sat there until nobody left in the cinema waiting to see his name. <laughs> that was the last name, Mark Higgins. <laughs> I caught him a solace. All right, one. yes. Uh-huh. Keep the best solace. for last, Matt. Yeah. That's right. That, that was the way that was. So, um, uh-huh. And then uh, 07, you were back with him again, then Group N Championship again that year, but also. Um, Donegal once again, and the world champions come visiting. Oh, uh, <laughs> Donegal 07, eh? Uh-huh. That was another one. That was another one. That's right. Uh-huh. Yes, boy. <laughs> it's good. It's good a lot of her doing the rounds of the day, I think. Yes. <laughs> but um, we did um, Donegal 07, and we, um, Loeb, ourselves, Donnelly and them all. But from the off, eh, from the start, we were on the time. We were rigging on it right from the start. Yeah. And I think at the end of the first day, Kevin, we were leading by, was it 37 seconds? Something like that, yeah. Uh-huh. I think it was remarkable. On the first day, we had five fastest times out of six. Yeah. And we lo- and Loeb won the last stage of the day by one second. Uh-huh. That was what I didn't claim McQuinn out that country. Yeah. Stage we haven't used, I don't think we've used it ever since. Like, uh-huh. But anyway, Lowe was fast to say on that last stage. And we went away home thinking, what the frig is this? What is this the shape of things? What are going to come the next day? Uh-huh. The first stage on Saturday morning was Fanatea or Kentrum Lake Fanatea. And we started, and 
half a K into the stage, come over a crest into a square, right? And there's a overshoot road straight in front of him. It was wet and we come in there, full attack, full charge, couldn't get stopped to get into the corner, straight up the escape road and reverse back. And away we went. And I think Globe took 16 seconds off on the first stage. Yeah. And on the second stage, which was Knock Alley here, uh -huh. and that jump there, when we landed off that jump there, we broke the front wheel and the front damper on the right hand side. And when we broke the wheel, it punctured the tire as well. Right. So we had to drive two or three miles down to the stage. And mm -hmm. I think he took another 16 or 17 seconds off us, or 15 or 16. Uh -huh. So it was 37 second advantage that we had very quickly evaporated Saturday morning. But even still to the 15 or 16 out of you, if you had to lamp out the last sort of two miles, you must have been on it up to that point as well. Really? Uh, no doubt about it. Again, we're full of pipe. Uh -huh. And Mark's professional, as good a driver as you can get, Mark Higgins, like, don't forget, like, he was right up there uh -huh. in the four team racing with McRae and Saints and them. Like, yes. You know, Mark's an exceptional driver, like, and mm -hmm. as, you know, I'm, you'd, go, you'd travel a long way to get as good a driver anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he's, he was in big demand there, you know, all his rally career. But there's no doubt about it, we were going as hard as we could, and we're really, really pushing, like, mm -hmm. and the fact that I think really we were fast to begin, but Loeb wasn't at his full speed to begin. Yeah. So he got progressively faster, and he we had, we were still at the same speed, and then he was able to nudge on ahead of us. Like, mm -hmm. but like, sir, your guy, what is he, nine-time world champion now? He must have been five or six or seven times world champion at that point. Uh -huh. you know? So that's who you're competing against, and of course, the full the full um, Citroen Works team as well. Mm -hmm. And we've been run by Derek McGarry, and no disrespect to Derek or anything. No. Small models team, like compared to the Works team. Uh -huh. But anyway. But it must have, give you, must have given you immense pride to see a world champion and the world champion team, you know, in your hometown competing on your home rally too. Like. Yeah. I remember coming down to work um, on the Wednesday before the rally one morning. I was driving down to work about quarter past eight in the morning. And who did I meet driving up the road coming towards me in the wrecking car with Logan, Daniel, and Ali? Yeah, they were coming up the road. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed the wrecking car coming. Yeah. Uh -huh. Here there was, it was Logan Daniel and away. And here was Logan Daniel Alenek driving up past Donegal Cream Race. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely one of them surreal ones, isn't it? <laughs> almost, almost surreal. Like, you know, it reminds me too of a time, actually, as we would have a tangent. Mark and me were doing Rally GB in 2008, and we had we had the vodka kick world rally car. Or, uh, Ford Focus World Rally Car. Uh -huh. And um, Rossi was doing the rally as well. Yeah. And we were out wrecking anyway, and Rossi was out wrecking. And we're always together because he was in that focus too. I think it's uh, And we pull up at a filling station, we're getting filling up our cars and having the crack. And the people were all walking past, and this is Valentino Rossi. Yes. And uh -huh. this car over the filling station. <laughs> and then I'm buying a bag of crisps and a bottle of water. <laughs> Didn't even know, like, and there he was there. Yeah. I'm like, he is a, such an unbelievable superstar. Uh -huh. Here he was in among people, and on a normal random day, people wandering around and Rossi in among them, and didn't even know, like. Uh -huh. <laughs> he probably loved that too, the, uh, you know, him being just one of the people, you know, he was probably. He was there, just one of them, like, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. Oh, he's a uh -huh. funny boy, I remember. Well, we, we got, uh, got to know, well, Mark knows him anyway, because he, Competes in Bologna quite a lot, you know, the rally sprint in yeah. Bologna. Uh -huh. Rossi does that every year. Uh -huh. So Mark's result, Mark won that one or two times racing Rossi, so he knows him quite well. 
Uh-huh. It was great with him in their company and having the crack. Yeah. And I was blown away by how he would be there filling the scare full of petrol. Uh-huh. Just wandering around. <laughs> you know, yeah. was, and he's a global superstar, like, you know. Global. So, uh, oh, 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 that's right. But anyway, mm-hmm. that was the way. I, that was, mm-hmm. that was that. And sort of after we hit, uh, Mark went his own way with um, Mark Higgins on his own way and did. He moved on to, I think he's, he rallied out for and a good lot then. He right. went to China and did a bit there. Uh-huh. And all the time, me and Gary were still doing rallies in between. Yes. And then Ali Fisher and me just, uh, did the British Championship in 09. Uh-huh. And I did the British Championship with Ali and the Irish Championship with Gary at the same time. So it was from one to the other, yes. and sometimes <laughs> racing against each other sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. But I, me and Ali had a great year. I think we finished, we either were second overall in the British Championship or third. Right. Brilliant year. Uh-huh. Was. And that was in the Group N car run by Jerry McGarney. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, very good car as well. And very reliable. And we had, had some brilliant events. It was great for me personally to be rallying with the Fisher again. Uh-huh. You know, and all the old contacts. And yes. obviously we were still in contact. But I mean, uh-huh. back in the team and Fisher Kennedy and the one that's like. Yeah, you know, special moment. Yeah. Special moment is right there. Yeah, I was just looking through your results there, and then I just noticed in the Harvest in 09, uh, yourself and Nigel, your son, done the rally together. Was that That's a nice right. moment too as well? Good moment too, yeah. Um, I, Nigel did the rally in Joe McGonigal's wee Honda Civic. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. Is, we're going to buy it or we're going to rent it or we're going to do we said we're taking the rally in the side afterwards <laughs> <laughs> so we, we had a good order on the rally we're going quite well um, uh-huh. uh, um, going quite well but we bounced off the road and had, a, had an encounter with a telegraph pole but we managed to get away with it but we got a puncture and had to stop and change it uh-huh. so we did all that and we got to the end of the, we, we started the last stage and about one mile from the end of the last stage a front wish one broke or a ball joint broke right. and the whole suspension collapsed. And we tried to fix it on the side of the road. Eh? And we were, we were we would have got it done eventually, but sure, the road closed car came, or road open car came. <laughs> so we're OTL and that was the end of that. Like. Yes. <laughs> but, but I realised that day, I, I don't mind co-driving, but I'm not just a good co-driver with my own son. <laughs> right. <laughs> so any other time he rallied, we yeah. always got Patrick Bays or... or um, Nile Burns or something like that to go down. Yes. <laughs> but he's a good driver, and he, he's uh-huh. a good driver. He had, he had cut his teeth in Nadu as well, you know, with the rally All sport. Right, and all that. Uh-huh. He knows and Suzuki's like. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, he emigrated to America about, I don't know, many years ago. <laughs> that was the end of his rally career. Yes. <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> that's right. Man. That's right. Uh, then in 2011, back to Donegal once again with Alistair in the Fiesta F2000. Like that was, you know, this was this new fantastic, you know, this car was going to be the, the next big thing, wasn't it? You know? Well, that car, that was the, uh, that was the M Sport Super 2000 that Michael Hervan won Monte Carlo in uh-huh. that same year. Yeah. So we got it for Donegal and when the deal came and it became available for Donegal. And there was a good bit of debate about what car would have for Donegal. Would it be the Fiesta or would it be a Focus? Uh-huh. But we felt with Ali's experience and instead of dropping them into the deep end on a full work on a full chat WRC focus, uh-huh. the best way would be the Super 2000. And it was the right decision. He was more at home and more comfortable with it anyway. And the expectation wasn't as great, you know, uh-huh. even though we secretly thought, 
Well, I thought we could run with a shield bank. Uh -huh. And as you know, we um, we were right in contention that rally from the very start. Uh -huh. we, we had a fair idea we could win, we were capable of doing it. And where one stage we were relying on was a stage, brand new stage in Donegal. It's out near Kilmacrenan, it's called um, oh, the Tranta stage. But it's really narrow and tricky. And that, that a section in it that was very, very difficult. But we knew this was our stage. Like, uh -huh. This was the stage that this car would work on. Uh, Tim McNulty was the main opposition in that rally. Yes. And we knew that the Subaru wouldn't be ideal, but the Subaru 2000 would have been ideal for this road. Mm -hmm. So we worked away on this, but anyway, the local farmer decided the rally wasn't going down the frigging road. And he blocked the road, and the stage was shortened to two minor, three minor, or something. And we never got doing the stage that we needed. <laughs> and as it turned out, Tim won the rally and they ended up by 30 seconds or something. Yeah. It wasn't a ransom. No. And he got, he got 12, of them, 12 of them seconds on one stage and another 12 the second time around the same stage. stage. Like for the big curves, You know, and we figured if we had had a narrower stage, we could have taken all that back maybe. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. who's, who's to know? Like, uh -huh. I, feel, I feel a wee bit, it's one that got away, you know, I feel uh -huh. didn't just, it didn't just get our full potential simply because that cancellation that stage. Mm -hmm. I'm not making excuses, don't give me no. I'm just saying, um, fair play to tell me on the rally, and we have no, no argument with that. Like. Uh, and the Alistair, like, was only what 23, 24 at that stage, probably. You know, like, that was phenomenal performance at that age to be, you know, at the sharp end and, and you know, doing that, like, amazing. Isn't well, it, really? No doubt about it, I no doubt about them, you know, and the fair bit of pressure, like, well, I'm mm -hmm. team again, you know, and yeah, um, you know, and don't forget that Alistair carries the burden of. Of the Fisher name with them all the yeah. time. Like, mm -hmm. I, I say that, I don't say that unfondly. I mean, when I say the Fisher name, like people look at Ali and they think Bertie and uh -huh. Mark, and you know, mm -hmm. and that's, you know, you have to deal with that as well. Like, that's not an easy thing to deal with, you know. Mm -hmm. And as you say, he was only 22 or 23 at the time, mm -hmm. but he coped admirably and he drove very well, exceptionally good driver. Right? And as, you, as you've seen for, I don't know, many years now, in more recent times, they went to the WRC, the junior WRC. And he was right there, sir. Yeah. He was racing Elfin and Craig Breen all the way, beating them on lots of occasions. Uh -huh. You know, but he just, uh, the Ken Alley is very pragmatic. He had a job, he, you know, he, he, he was very dedicated to his work. And then he got married and now he's a family. So his focus is a bit different than what it would have been. Yes. You know, and uh, he's, 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 he's not as, if you like, he's dedicated, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. but, his, his profession and his family probably come first. Aye, it's not that single minded focus that these other guys have. It's they want to be a world rally driver and nothing else matters nearly almost, isn't it? Well, you're, you're probably right, Kevin, and saying that. But mm -hmm. um, like Ali, Ali wanted to be a top driver too, like, but uh -huh. he realised there's other things in life as well that you had to focus on. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. Probably more important, really. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, then in 2015, wasn't it you won Donegal again with Yari? I, will, I, I was team manager with him for a couple of years. Oh, that's right, yes. Uh -huh. because, uh, I'll just go back a wee bit, I think. Yeah. In 2012, Mark Higgins and me were to do the rally in the mini, if you remember. Yes. Well, uh -huh. The mini had only come out at that stage. Mm -hmm. Chris Meek was driving the WRC and Derek McGarty got a mini anyway. And we were to have this mini for Donegal. And it was all moving along very nicely. And the month before, a month before the rally, I fell off my bike. Yes. And fully small as I am, I know like me out in the bike. The <laughs> anyway, I fell off my bike and ended up in the hospital where I spent almost, well, not quite a week, but five days. 
and I, I destroyed my shoulder and um, quite a few other lacerations and stuff. Uh -huh. And I was very bad shape because my shoulder was completely dropped. I mean, I had broken an AC joint in my shoulder and I'd, virtually I had to get my shoulder reconstructed, if you like. Uh -huh. So um, when that happened, I remember lying in casually and the doctor coming over and looking at me and me saying to him, I haven't done a rally in three weeks, sir. Am I going to be okay? And he was looking down. I was on one of them boards, lying on the board, you know, uh -huh. your head on a brace. And the doctor looked down at me and he was going, we don't know rally in three weeks. Sir. And I said, you know what? I, I have intentions of doing it. But anyway, of course, I couldn't do the rally. Trip. Even three weeks or four or five weeks later, I still couldn't do the rally. Uh -huh. And um, couldn't do it. Anyway. So I ended up getting a team manager with Gary and mm -hmm. Mark's money and all that. It was kind of shelved, you know, we're depending on a few things to happen, to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But once this happened to me, I sort of realized I couldn't do it in a way. And the steam ran out. Uh -huh. Steam ran out of it and it didn't happen. Just, by the way, I was team manager with Gary that year. And he uh -huh. won the freaking rally. Yeah, that's right. 12, he won in 12, wasn't it? Uh-huh, yep, uh-huh. Sam Moffat won 13. In, uh, yep, Declan and Brian 14, yourself yeah. then 15. Yeah. I, I need to remember, I can only remember uh -huh. the year yeah. by who won them. So I mean, Gary won then, brilliant. Hey, you know, we came there with that car from Melvin Evans. Uh -huh. uh, Neil was a co-driver. Uh, Ian Hart was her, uh, were all run the team and involved in it. And uh, I think it was very, a great one for him, you know, because the 14 was such all a right to him that rally, you know. Uh -huh. And even the 14, nobody rated the S14. The S12B was the ultimate Irish tarmac car, and the 14 was never going to be comparable, you know, and it was, kind of, it was almost discounted before he started, wasn't it? You know, so. That's right, uh, that's right. And, you know, he made, he made her work like he took the best out of her. And yeah, right from stage the, one. Mm -hmm. uh, right from the very beginning, uh, that's the kind of guy, he's very, very adaptable, you know, no matter what you do, you put him into a scan there, <clears throat> left hand drive, right hand drive, away he goes, like, you know, put him into a group N car, put him into front wheel drive, word rally car, group A car, he can do it, like, he's mm -hmm. the cups out of her, like. Yes. <clears throat> you know, he can definitely, he's, he's a scruff of the neck type driver and he's, you know, people think he's a bit crazy sometimes. Maybe he's saying that. Uh -huh. you see, when he gets, see when he gets in and the, and the light goes green at the start of the stage, yeah. nobody better. When, on his day, there's nobody better like when he wants uh -huh. to be. Yeah. You know? so mm -hmm. And I've been sitting on him from 05 and, you know, we've done a lot of stages and we've had um, won, a, won a few rallies along the way and we've had a few accidents along the way. Mm -hmm. but nevertheless, I had no hesitation to get them with them anywhere. Yeah. And I feel I just do my job, he does his. And he's we just a very good rapport, you know, it works very well in the car now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I saw not, not easy getting that between the driver. No, I that that you know that sort of that stuff that, that works. works really good, like. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, so, so we'll just we'll skip forward here to fifteen then to one that rally. Uh twenty years since the last one it obviously was birdie. Was, was that a nice feeling to roll over um, the ramp again that Sunday? Yeah, well, I would have to say, I was doing a podcast, as you know, the other night there for Days uh -huh. by Stage with Trevor Agnew and Gordon Noble yeah. and Ali Fisher. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was asked, what was my proudest moment in my rally career? Right, yes. And, you know, if I look back, I have a wide lot of proud moments. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, one on, the, one on the circuit there, I think, like in 95, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I said to you before, everybody knows the circuit here. Your granny knows about the circuit yeah. here. Uh -huh. Everybody knows. It's one of them iconic events. Even mm -hmm. people talk about, call it the Rothmans Rally. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. it's an iconic event and everybody knows about it and so on. And to win it, and that, I remember going to the circuit here as a, as a cub, 
standing down in Glen Village watching the rally come through uh -huh. when I was 14 or 15, like, yeah. you know, all these things come rushing back when you want to rally like that, like, mm -hmm. you know, all of what you thought and from that moment to the moment you want it is incredible. Mm -hmm. But the proudest moment ever I had in winning a rally, or the proudest moment ever I had was winning Donegal 15. For a very obvious reason that the trophy's named after my father, the Jim Kennedy Perpetual Trophy. Like. Yes. So that is, you know, personally, or for me, it's a very poignant moment for mm -hmm. my family. My mother was alive at the time and the rest of my brothers and sisters, everybody was there. Yeah. And for us, that was a special moment. Like, mm -hmm. very difficult, very difficult to describe that in terms of uh, what it really means. But I mean, if you can just picture like, if I, I've co-drove for my father when I was a cub, like uh -huh. 14 or 15 and, you know, uh, he was who got me started into rallying and so on. Mm -hmm. And then he got involved in the organization and the sponsorship of the rally. And I went on to be a co-driver and I got to the top of the Irish rallies. Mm -hmm. And I got to win Donegal three times in the 90s yes. when he was alive. And mm -hmm. also to come back in 2015 when I thought after 06 and even 07, mm -hmm. I thought I'd never have another chance to win that rally. Like, yeah. So I'm eternally grateful to Gary, first of all. Mm -hmm. to, be, to be a school driver and to be asked to be a school driver. Mm -hmm. I'm eternally grateful for that and and for him as well to get the opportunity for me and him to win it together because that was a special bond as well. Like. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you say to any driver around the country, don't go away. Don't go is the one to win. Like, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a special rally, uh, special rally. And for me, I, have a, I go back to the very beginning of it and they're almost like, and to win it and want it to be privileged enough to win it four times. Mm -hmm. In particular, 15 was um, proudest moment, if you like. Yeah, to, uh, to, to, hand it, to be handed that trophy with your father's name on it, like it's, that's pretty special, isn't it? You know, so. uh, well, when all the, surprisingly enough, uh, not many people know this, but when all the celebration was going on at the Mount Eagle at the finish ramp and everything else, Nigel was son of me, he and my car sitting across the road, we jumped. It was still going on to me, and I went over and jumped in the car, and away we went. I went out to the cemetery, to Conwell Graveyard, and to the headstone, and all the trophy, and a couple of photographs, and you know the wreath for one in the rally. You know, yeah. Uh -huh. So, you know, um, like I say, special moment, very personal. Uh -huh. um, I don't normally talk about these things, like, but no. Um, I'm just reflecting on it now. It was a special moment, and uh -huh. especially for my mother as well. She was alive at the time, and uh -huh. um. Uh, what can I say? You know, uh, money can't buy them kind of things, can it? You know, no, so. definitely not. No, mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a smile on my face for about a week afterwards as well. Like. Can only imagine, yes. Yeah, that's uh -huh. right. Because, uh, mm -hmm. like I say, you won the circuit and you won yeah. Killarney and you won Cork and you won Ulster mm -hmm. and you won out in France or you won out in China. Yeah. You come home and win your home rally with that's your own people all around you. Like. Uh -huh. That's all. Uh, you're, standing up that, you're standing up in that bonnet looking around and it's your own. People there all stand looking at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, we'll just go out a bit left field here. Dan McShay, come on board then as well. You're away in China. What is Rallying like in, what is Rallying like in China? <laughs> well, Rallying rally in China, what they do, the, the rallies in China, you know, they take the footprint of a WRC event uh -huh. and they bring that over and they run their rallies exactly the same, except most of the rallies were two day as opposed to three day. Mm -hmm. And they just use the same format, the organization, everything is the same. And that's why foreign drivers can go there and can communicate because mm -hmm. essentially it's the same model as any rally. Right. You know, 
Uh, obviously, it's a communication problem, but surprisingly no. enough, you can you can work that. And anyway, I'll go back to how it all began, how we, we came there. Of course, I know Niall. Niall's World Championship driver now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Niall's um, Production Cup World Champion. And what year was that? Oh, now you're asking me, oh, four, oh, four, was it? Oh. Oh. I'm totally against uh-huh. the odds. Yes, totally uh-huh. against the odds. Uh-huh. He, went, he went there and won that day. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, I, uh, there's not there's not much chat about that no. really. Uh-huh. I actually went and did that. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was oh, what uh-huh. he did back at that time. Like. Mm-hmm. And to get there because he was on a top and safety budget all the way. Like. Yeah. Um, and anyway, Niall said to me one time, if you'd be available, I would be mad. You know, we're gonna he's going to China and he's go there. And not everybody can go, Kevin, like that. No. It's a week away. It's a week away every time. Yes. And it's a, like China's a different culture than any other country that ever ever I've been to. And it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You might think oh, that we go there once, you might say, you know what? No. It's a twelve <laughs> hour flight. It's a twelve hour flight either way. Yeah. And when you get there, the culture is completely different than anything you've experienced before. Yeah. The just people there. there. Sorry, just up there, two thousand and four was the year he won the, the junior or the EWRC. Sorry. EWRC. <laughs> uh-huh. Um but I mean, the people in China were the nicest people you could ever, they're the lovely people. Like, uh-huh. Incredibly modest and incredibly inquisitive about the rally and about where you come from and taking photographs of you. And uh-huh. oh, they were, the people were unbelievable. And it's like, our team was, uh, uh, our team, we drove for Skoda in China, works team like, and um, team's very well organized. Four cars in the team, four, car, four proper cars like. Uh-huh. Um, Four proper cars and four, three proper drivers. They always had a guest driver from whatever region the rally was in. Right. I would always have a guest driver. Like. Uh-huh. So, uh, and then there was us, there was a very good Chinese driver, and there was another driver who was a pay driver, was on all the rallies, and uh-huh. then a guest driver. And huge big motorhomes and the full treatment. I, oh, I'm telling you, I, I only wouldn't, it wouldn't be as, it would be bigger than what I only have in the world. Our whole corporate thing. Yes, but anyway, we got um, the opportunity to do the rally. We went there. A team were team were quite good. Uh, with our interpreter was very good and kept us right on every everything, every aspect we needed to know. But our car gave us a lot of trouble. Eh? And on the first rally, we were third, and we really should have been second. Mark Higgins won the rally. Um, oh, Chris Atkinson was second. Remember Chris? Oh yes, yeah, uh-huh. He was second. We were third. Alistair McRae was fourth. Mm-hmm. And was, uh, one of the Chinese drivers was fifth, uh-huh. and our teammate was sixth. So you know, not bad start. It was all yeah. there. It was all about the manufacturer's title. Like, uh-huh. you know, we couldn't we couldn't score, score points in the championship as drivers and, and co-drivers, but we could only score points for manufacturer. Oh, so the locals were allowed to score championship points for the drivers. Exactly. Chinese championship for the Chinese drivers. Right. Yes. The manufacturer was open like. Uh-huh. So that's why we really essentially that's why we, why we were there. Mm-hmm. We were the international drivers employed to come and run the rally for them. Mm-hmm. We like our finished talk, anyway. Yeah. So um so uh, Mark was there with Darren Garrett, another co-driver, fellow I know very well from Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um Alistair McRae was there with Gordon, Gordon Noble was there for a few rallies, and then Stuart Loudon came along and shared a few rallies. Mm-hmm. And then um, we had Chris Atkinson. And Dale Moscat, they were from Australia, people we know as well from the World Rallies. Mm-hmm. So, well, was a great odd group and great bunch. Like, yes. And we did a few rallies, and um, our car did us down a lot. We did one rally in the Gobi Desert. I'm sure you heard of the Gobi Desert? Yes. Uh-huh. Right out through the stages, like 40 degrees, like, 
out into the wilderness. Like, and we were flat out through the stage, and I'll never forget it. Flat out through the stage, and Niall said something to me about something's wrong or something's not right. And the car just got slower and slower and slower. Finally stopped or ceased or some freaking thing happened. Then. So jumped out and I checked it, and there was wrong. We couldn't fix it. And I, it was 40 degrees. I, and you could, no matter how far you could see, you could see nothing. <laughs> Desert. <laughs> and it was all these wee sand dunes, like. And the next thing, out of the blue, this boy came out, or this fella came down over the sand dune, uh-huh. and come down and looked at us, you know, and obviously we couldn't communicate with him. But he, he called us up and said, come, come with me, you know. And we followed him up, turned around and up. And I'm like, here was these four nomads, or, or, they weren't shepherds, like, but there were people who made a living in the desert. desert uh-huh. the yes. And they were sitting under this big umbrella. And they brought us up under the umbrella. It was 40 degrees. Like, uh-huh. The sun was melting down. And they had uh, these big watermelons and they cut them and gave us the watermelons. And, all. Yeah. and here we were sitting at the top of this. I looked at Niall. And <laughs> I banked on this one. No. We sat there for hours before some, before the team arranged somebody to come and get us. Uh-huh. It was out in the wilderness in the middle of the desert. Uh-huh. I have photographs I'm going to show you in some time. Yeah, but isn't that amazing out in the middle of the desert? You know, you're oh, so desert. lucky. Oh, it's a Gobi Desert, just been oh. so lucky then. Yeah. <laughs> the luck of the Irish, as they say. Yeah. Well, it's like I say, the people were, the people were very nice out there. Uh-huh. The normal Chinese people were very modest people, like, lovely people. And you know, it was nice to experience that culture. and. You know, go and compete on a works team and with a proper driver, like excellent mm-hmm. driver. Yeah, and Niall again has gone on to you know star, not maybe not star, but he's the sort of driving these cars and a lot of columns and. He does uh, a lot of stuff, right? He does Top Gear. He does Top Gear, and he worked a lot with Matt LeBlanc and um, uh-huh. those boys in Top Gear, uh-huh. and he also did um, Mission Impossible. Oh, uh, yep, yeah. uh-huh. Tom Cruise and all that as well. Uh, and he's done quite a bit, like mm-hmm. I mean. He's a proper stunt driver now in that movie. Like, uh-huh. I, always, I always used to say to him, suit him well being a stunt driver, because that's the way. That's <laughs> 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 again a rally driver he was. Hooligan and rally car, too. Yeah, isn't there the, isn't there some Japanese film or a Chinese film that there's like, it's based around a rally? And he was, right. he, 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 I told the story of he's actually getting paid now to crash cars, you know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he also did a, he also did a, uh, top Gear for China, uh, China Top Gear, because there's Top Gears in different countries. And oh, so right, yes. uh-huh. We did a Top Gear out in China that one of these skateboarders, or not quite skateboarders, things like that. I, this champion skateboarder from China uh-huh. was going to race him down, I don't know many kilometers it was, down a mountain where Niall would go on the Skoda rally car and your mom would go on the skateboard. Right. Uh, I think it was, I'm not quite sure if it was, they weren't side by side anyway. Maybe your man was on a different route than now. They were both on two different roads, aren't they? Yes. But it was a race to the bottom, like, and he made a whole. There's a whole movie about that. Right. You can see it on. You can see it on YouTube or something. Oh, cool. Let's look it up. Like something. Oh, he did some incredible stuff. Eh? A great uh-huh. fellow. Well, a great fellow to be with. Eh? And yeah. very competitive and deadly driver and a hey, great mechanic. Eh? No matter right. what happened in that car, he could uh-huh. nearly fix it himself. Yeah. I used to say. I used to say to the team manager out there. He was the best mechanic we had in the whole team. There were 20 mechanics for the four cars, and now I would say he was the best mechanic in the whole lot of them. And were they, obviously, were they all Chinese nationals then that was working on the cars and all them too? Or did they have? We, for, the first two, for the first one rally we had, and we realized some of these boys, they were good mechanics. You'd tell them to do something, they could do it, but you'd need to show them how to do it. Like. Yeah. So anyway, after the first rally, now says this has to improve. 
and he insisted in bringing uh, Keith Rainey out. You know Keith? Uh huh. Yes. Keith he runs. He runs quite a few rally cars as well. Uh huh. Yes. He runs Gary's car one time. Mm-hmm. I think he looked after mainly Stephen Wright. Right. Now. No. No. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and Joe Geller and other fellow for Valley rallies there. Except for his car. Um, well, Keith came out then, and Keith's professional um, engineer really and knows what he's about, and mm-hmm. he educated the Chinese mechanics. Uh-huh. Told him how to do it. We'd arrive, at, we'd go on a Sunday, we'd be out there on Monday, we'd go to the service park on Tuesday, and Keith would work with the mechanics then and organize them, mm-hmm. show them things, and how to do things. And all. I but, sort uh, of get into a system of what needs done and how, you know, how do you do it. How to do it. Well, you see, in most teams, there's a man in every corner, you know, a mechanic mm-hmm. in every corner. And that's their responsibility. Like. Yeah. So he, he allocated them all a corner each and he told them what they needed to do and how to bleed the brakes and so on and so forth. Mark all the basics, like just to, yeah. just to straighten them up a wee bit. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, we had them, had them jump at them. They were, they were <laughs> so Keith, came out to quite, Keith came to quite a few rallies. Uh-huh. He came to all the rallies, actually. He and him used to travel a lot together because now we either go out early and stay on longer because he made some, some of them programs he was working on. Ah, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And sort of then coming up a bit closer to the present day, like 2018, um, obviously with you know, the world has not really been welcome here in a lot of events. Uh, you decided to spread your wing yourself in Gary and you just went to France. Um, how did that come about or why? <laughs> well, well, uh, again, um, first of all, we were in Galway in 18. Uh-huh. That, that was the year we were there, Craig Green was there, Ali, the Moffats. Uh-huh. Um, Stephen Wright, Barb, and so on. Was there 30 or 5 cars or something? Is that that uh, year? Something, yeah. something, something unbelievable. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we were there in our yoke and everybody was predicting Jennings 6th or Jennings 7th. Uh-huh. And you know, even though our yoke's is a 2006 thing, it's still a very potent machine. Uh-huh. If, you remember, if you remember right, we were fastest in the first stage. Uh-huh. And then the second stage is a different characteristic when all junctions, the R5 cars beat us on the next stage. And then the third stage, we were fastest again. So it was nip and tuck all the way. Yeah. And on the second last stage, we just spun. You might have seen that on YouTube. We spun around uh-huh. and we got stuck in the shock and we're revving her and we're abusing her to get her out of the shock. And I said, okay, forget about it. Once we drop five seconds, Kim, that right. was it. Uh-huh. You know, if you drop five seconds, both Breen and Ali and maybe the Moffats leapfrog you. Ah, that's that. You, <laughs> you go from first to fifth. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. There's only one stage left. And mm-hmm. what was the point in abusing the car, trying to get out of the shock to go and finish 10th or 12th place? Yeah, maybe yeah. blow a clutch or something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, it became apparent to us after that rally, you know, as I say, I've been doing championships all my life Irish championships, British championships. Uh, border championships, mm-hmm. <laughs> forestry championships, all, all my life. And then to be competing but not be in the championship. So it's a funny feeling, like, and you know, it's it's a feeling that makes you feel that uh, you're not really part of it, like, you know, yeah. TV coverage and press coverage and all that sort of thing. And it's a, it's a shame it's come to that, but that's, the, that's where we are. Uh-huh. No argument, that's where we are. So we didn't do any more rallies up until Cavan, I think, after that. Mm-hmm. And we went to Cavan rally, and I think we had trouble with the car again. Finished second, maybe, or if we finished the 12. Then we went to Donegal after that. Mm-hmm. And what happened to Donegal? Um, well, you, we had a bad rap. You know, you sort of nip and tuck with um, Manistor up to the midday and Saturday, then it's not 18 that you just put her in the roof no. then. Well, that was when 18 was the 18. Uh, it was 18. Uh-huh. You're right. Yeah. 
uh, we beat ourselves, uh, we pushed too hard in a particular place and beat ourselves. Very mm -hmm. good battle, man, honestly. Great bit of crack as well, you know, and the two boys, same mm -hmm. cars and a pile of R5 cars snapping at our heels. Like, uh -huh. Great rally, well enjoyable. And anyway, I'm not going to do it anymore than that. We beat ourselves, anyway. Uh -huh. That man is off the hook and the boys disappeared in the distance and won their <laughs> third rally in a row. Fair right, I'm good luck. I don't yeah. regret that one second. Uh -huh. It was our own downfall or we've beaten ourselves. Uh -huh. So after that rally, really, the crowd in France had been on to me a few times about coming out to the rally uh -huh. the previous year. And they're very persistent. Like, and we came back on again and I said, we, we want you to come to the rally. We'll offer you a deal and so on and so forth. So anyway, we went back to where we felt we weren't part of the championship during the rallies. Couldn't even do the Ulster. Not really, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and going to court for what reason? Like, yeah. you know. So we decided we'd do something different and we'd take them up on their offer and decided we'd go to France. Rallies in northern France, anyway. You drove over to, you went Dublin Holyhead, drove down to Dover, Dover across to Cali, and an hour and a half down to Bethune where the rally was. Mm -hmm. we, got, we got a great reception, we arrived at the rally, great reception. There's quite a few English and Belgian, or English and Welsh drivers go to that rally as well. Right, yes. Uh -huh. It was very convenient for them, you know, same as it is. Yeah, it's probably easy for, for them to get to here. Is, uh -huh. like, yeah. So, anyway, quite a few, um, uh, was a fellow there, uh, what do you call him, Steve Handley and all, do you know Steve yes, Handley? Uh -huh. He was there, and another boy, Peter Taylor, up from Newcastle, mm -hmm. and uh, John, or John Cope. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, old car, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then, of course, they had Stefan LaFire, who drives with Chris Meek in the World Championship. Uh -huh. he, had a, he had a Citroen, uh, what do you call it, Citroen Zara. Right, yes. Uh -huh. Old Zara, the old uh -huh. one, like. Yes. Oh, we're a rally car, but the older one. Uh -huh. He had that, and those two or three other French, French and Belgian drivers. We were kind of looking at us boys and thinking, these, we'll get these, we'll show these, these boys. boys. Uh -huh. But anyway, the fair went out on the second stage. He was leading, he went out in the second stage, and us and Peter Taylor were uh, nip and tuck. Uh, we got on to lead then, and a stage leader, a stage leader, a stage leader, something happened to Peter Taylor, and he retired. And really, we had a bit of opposition from a couple of French drivers, but we kept the hammer down and we disappeared into the distance. <laughs> Won the rally. Great celebration. A lovely, a lovely rally. Lovely place where we were. The organizers were very helpful towards us. Mm -hmm. And the crowds really took to Gary. Like, yes. it was you can slide around the corners and, you uh -huh. know, very uh, TV interviews and, you know, dealing with the press and all. They all took them very well. Uh -huh. And um, the rally was based in the middle of the city. Up Bethune, there's a big, big square in the middle of the city, which is Park Fermi, and the service area was in the streets around that. Yeah. So it was all in the middle of the city, the whole thing. Like, uh -huh. it was a great rally. Really enjoyed it. I mm -hmm. say, nice to, you know, when you go forward and that, it's nice to win no matter what. Like, yes. you know, uh -huh. you're flying the flag for Irish rally, and really, like, you know, you're going out there, and you're beating the locals. And like a French boy coming here beating us. Yes, you know, it shows how competitive yeah. Irish rally is. Never yeah. heard drivers is able to go and compete at that level, doesn't it? You know, exactly. So. Right. Mm -hmm. so you know, it's it's important to point. It's important to do that, and we feel we did. We did Irish Rally. I'm proud to be doing that. Mm -hmm. We took a lot more from that than we would have done going to do an Irish Rally. Yes, I are going and one or in the the, the Triton Championship Yeah, yeah. 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 no disrespect uh -huh. that. But no, no, absolutely. You know. yeah. mm -hmm. So then, um, so then, of course, we're on the high after winning the organisers for the next rally, the Charlemagne Rally, which is over on the Belgian border. They came to us that night in, in France and they said, uh, you must come to our rally, we have a deal, we will do this, we'll do that. So we said, look, give us a day or two to think about it. 
we didn't commit to it right away. But Gary was leaving the car out in France anyway, because believe it or not, the team, our engineer comes from that rally team. Right. He comes to Donegal every year from that uh -huh. rally team. And he's, um, so we said we'd leave the car out there because they were going to do a to work on it. And we're going to let the team manager deal with the rally to see if it gives a deal to come back. Uh -huh. Of course, on a long story short, another deal was arranged, all the boys back out to France again. Uh -huh. This was even a more competitive rally than the last one. More difficult rally, the stages were a bit more trickier, more like at home, really. Yes. Anyway, led from the start again and kept it up, and nobody could near us. And I must say, Gary was driving at his best. You know, he was driving, funny goal, he was driving very well with that great battle with Manus. Uh -huh. Carried that to France as well. Yeah. And, you know, it was that sort of performance. It was a bit like going back to what I said earlier. Me and him have a great rapport, and I know when he's on it, when he's focused and he's concentrating. Mm -hmm. When we were out in France that time, particularly for the second rally, which is only three or four weeks after the previous rally. Uh -huh. It was right up to speed, you know. Yeah. And he went into that rally and drove brilliantly and won it. Like, so, mm -hmm. fair play. And again, great celebration. And going out there, carrying the flag for Irish Rally, and won mm -hmm. the rally, did everybody proud. And it was um, really very pleasing, uh, or very, very satisfying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, just like we'll just maybe touch on last year. Um, you know, we were fortunate enough then to set with Manus for a couple of events last year. And then we all know how Donegal finished. Like, how do you, like, how did you and Manus click together when you sat with them playing a couple of events? Yeah, well, first of all, um, I, I knew Manus quite well. Like, we had um, we had business interest here, like, and um, we had a lot of crossover with that. Mm -hmm. um, I knew him from the rallying, obviously. Uh, I believe it or not, we were in holidays together one time. Where, well, we went to the same place at the same time, you know, <laughs> families and all. And um, had a bit of crack when we were out there as well. And knew him quite well and was getting to know him more and more all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so when, Albert, when Donald Barrett couldn't do uh, the rally, where was it? Where could that go? Oh, Easter Stages mm -hmm. in 2019. Um, Manus uh, got on to me and said, Would you be available to go or would you go if Gary wasn't going? So mm -hmm. Of course, Gary wasn't going back to the eligibility of the car. Uh -huh. He wasn't going. So I said, Right, Manus, we're going to do it. So off we went, and he hadn't written face notes before. Like, and these things are second nature to me. Like, I mean, but we went and we decided we did a bit of practice before we went to the rally, and we decided we we're going to make our own notes on the rally. And the Easter stages rally, the nature of the rally was only four or five stages in the whole rally anyway, yeah. done twice. And the, um, there were only very short stages, five and six miles the most of them. Like. Mm -hmm. So it was a simple enough wee rally to start with, Kevin, if you know what I mean. Uh -huh. So we made the notes, uh, did the recce, made the notes, and went and did the rally. And it was a good dry rally, nice weather and all, you know, good and consistent. Mm -hmm. And we had the, good, we had the hard tires on, the rally hard tires on. And we had a good account of ourselves, some very good times. Mm -hmm. And by and large, we built up, and he felt after the rally was over, he had made a good step forward. Yeah. Was, as he said himself, Manus always said to me, and I'm sure he said to other people, that driving this R5 was like serving an apprenticeship. It was something they had to do uh -huh. and work at. And he knew he wasn't going to get there overnight, but it was something he had to continuously work mm -hmm. at and put big effort in and think a lot about what he was doing to try and get to the level of speed where the Moffats were at where Craig Breen was at, where Ali was at, mm -hmm. you know. So um, that was his goal to get to there, you know. But he realized he couldn't do that one step he had to work on. Mm -hmm. So that was the first step of like Kevin doing that rally. Yes. And, um, and uh, getting, uh, you know, making a bit of progress. Mm -hmm. Then 
Turns out then Donald wasn't available for Killarney Rally of the Lakes. Mm -hmm. So we got the nod to that as well. Went down there, it's a very difficult rally pace old wise and all. Yeah. But we did, did a very good recce. I must say Manus really put a big, you know, once he went in, he put a big effort in, like he wasn't, he left, he left nothing to chance. Like we really, really did a good recce. A good mm -hmm. recce. Went to the rally and the pace was shit hot in Killarney. And he had, only, he had done Killarney the previous year and won it mm -hmm. in the work car. Yes. And he'd only been there once before that as well. Mm -hmm. I've been there 10 times. Okay. <laughs> and the pace was shit hot. And we were at the, you know, we were on the tail end, 7th, 8th or 9th maybe, uh -huh. banging away, but getting faster all the time and getting going all, all the time. And then towards the end, we slide off the road and had a freaking real burst of radio. Right. Meant the rally was over for us. Like. Uh -huh. But, uh, so what's that? Anyway, come Donegal time. Don was back on my manus. And I think I think if you look back in that rally, Kevin, Manus is in second place on Sunday morning. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget him on the there's an interview on some of them YouTubes there of him. Uh, Kellyan, said, the, 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 Sunday morning, Kellyan uh -huh. was he said to Kellyan, today's gonna to be a massive day. That's his uh -huh. right. Because yes. he was chasing down whoever was in front of him. Uh, I'm not really sure. I can't quite remember who was there. Yeah, like well, Tom, Divine, was Divine was and, No, I yes, I Sam was leading, then bring the two world cars. Then Divine was probably probably with Josh been in front of him. Maybe he was third, was he? Or was Josh behind him? But anyway, yeah, like he was. I think there, he was You're making right, actually. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I'm going back to going back to serving the apprenticeship and where he was. Uh -huh. Along with, but come Donegal all time, the thing went yes. up and he went up mm -hmm. this day. Yes. But, Man is a very good driver, eh? he's, he's very good and he thought about everything he did and I mean when you read the pace notes every note was a reaction from him and it, you know I never at any point in the rallies that we did together that I think we're ever going to go off the road mm -hmm. was uh, ever concerned for my own welfare he was fully in control all the time and you know I would have had to say he was a good safe driver like mm -hmm. but what happened Kevin what happened then that day, I was, yeah. no matter what, like it's a year later now almost, mm -hmm. we're still chatting about what happened. Yep. And I, my only way I can summarize it is, it was a complete freak accident. Mm -hmm. Just one of those. I was hardly ever an accident at that spot. In fact, there never really was an accident no. of any note at that spot mm -hmm. in the history of the Donegal Rally, going either direction. We do that, we do that stage both ways. Uh -huh. There was never ever, I know Christopher Boyce had a wee moment there one time on a Civic and, and hit that wall there, but you know, it wasn't a significant accident mm -hmm. Christopher had. And if you think back all them years that we've rallied that road, there's mm -hmm. not even a spectator there. No. There wasn't even a spectator at that point. Like, no. Mm -hmm. You know, and for that to happen at that point where there was never any history of anything happening before, mm -hmm. different if it was a bad spot where everybody was off there, some Aye. sort of thing. That's you know, it. For that to happen there, a man has to be driving that car. That car is virtually a brand new car. Uh -huh. All the modern safety equipment in mm -hmm. that car. Aye, the latest, 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 the latest, the latest car. That car is a factory car built by Hyundai. Mm -hmm. um, and them cars are rallied all over the world today. Mm -hmm. The highest level, the best drivers you can get. Yeah. And for Manus to go off the road in the nature that he did, and with such devastating consequences. Mm -hmm. I still can't cope. I still, no. like, Donald told me, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying it now, I'm sure 
Well, I said it was not, it was normally enough accent. You can imagine, I dare say that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what a huge big violent accent. Yeah. Like, see, loads of times. Like, mm-hmm. he said it was kind of already enough, no wild big drama. He said, yeah. mm-hmm. and when it finished, he hurt his shoulder. Don't get me wrong, he right. injured his shoulder now. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he says, right, out, out, you know, the minute to stop. Mm-hmm. And to think that an accent as simple as that could take somebody's life. Eh? Mm-hmm. As beyond words from yeah. here. And such a big character as well as everything else too, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a character and such a great fellow. Eh? Jesus, mm-hmm. such like man has so much to offer, eh? Honest to God, eh? Yeah. It only just it only just gotten elected in May time there, mm-hmm. the council. Yeah. That yeah. whole that whole aspect of his life was only beginning, like yes. Uh-huh. And his very nature and personality, I have no doubt, he would have been a huge asset. That mm-hmm. council, they yeah. ever had a cotton to the table, like because mm-hmm. he had genuine interest in people and people's welfare and seeing, you know, seeing fair play, like, yes, you know, I was very, very sincere from that side of things, wasn't he? Very it? sincere, uh-huh. you know, and um, and such a great ambassador, even for the Donegal rally, too, for the guy that won it three times, that could, you could, pop up and he, he could uh, speak anywhere about it, you know, and you would exactly. And you know, he, he was a great sportsman, he played Gaelic football, he played soccer, mm-hmm. he um, was a rally man. And he was a manager of some of them teams as well, mm-hmm. you know. And I think the team he was a manager of actually won the championship that year as well. Everybody put his hand; he almost turned the goal. Yes, uh-huh. you know. But he's um, he's an unbelievable character yeah. and and a family man too. You never mind nothing else too. You know, like anywhere you see them, how many kids they not always hanging up them, you know. So. Exactly. No, uh-huh. that was manners, say, and that's yeah. like I was um, I was out at the. Graveyard on Sunday there, and I walk up to see his grave quite frequently. Uh, uh-huh. very, 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 very close by, and I never go out there unless I go and visit him as well. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's it's hard to to get him sometimes that he's yeah. not here. Uh-huh. It, it, I you still expect to see him every now and again too, don't you? You do, yeah. You know, he's, he's, you were there for the funeral in the wake, and mm-hmm. you know they pouring the grief at that time has been unprecedented. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I saw that. In fact. I saw the Dunlop's program on TV the other night there. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. And mm-hmm. it showed Joey Dunlop's funeral. Mm-hmm. And it just brought me back to Manus' funeral. Uh, it was know, that same kind of, yes. The uh-huh. amount of people mm-hmm. and cross community and, you know, mm-hmm. everybody was there. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the, but it's a, it's, a, it's a crying shame. But look, mm-hmm. we have to deal with Kevin as best we can. But as I said before, I can't imagine how the family's coming. No, that's, yeah. you know, that's a real tragedy in them mm-hmm. youngsters and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, God bless them. And I hope um, I see Bernie quite often there too. You know, meet her about. Uh-huh. They're, they're doing well. They look to be doing well. I know you good, know when they're good, good, good. as positive as they can. Like so. Uh-huh. You, so but if you think if you think about it, it's a three year. Like he won the rally. I've said before. I was at the finish line and found it head the year Manus won the rally. Mm-hmm. Along with five hundred other people. Yes. When he come, when he come rolling down from the fi- stage finish, down to where all the spectators and the uh-huh. press. Were you, were you at that point? No, not that year. No, no, that wasn't at the finish that first day. Yeah. Okay, um, that was the, one of the best Donegal sport moments I have ever seen. Yes. Be there, and I am a competitor racing against. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, and I was kind of working or helping with the radio that particular Highland. I think I was helping out with. Uh-huh. I was there at that moment. And the sheer joy and celebration, and that moment was, you know, when they got up in the car and realized that one, uh-huh. the first time I, 
was incredible. Yeah. I've never seen a scene like it since. And I consider mm -hmm. it often, think about it, and I think that was one of the best celebrated moments I've ever been yes. uh, honoured to witness. Like, uh -huh. I've nothing to do with myself, <laughs> but I've felt every bit of it. Like, yes. Uh, you know. uh -huh. And I thought it was tremendous. And mm -hmm. um, Donald, Donald, obviously, he's won three rallies, and uh, mm -hmm. he's had that. Like, it'll go down history for many yeah. years. Like, uh, yeah. uh -huh. like, that's iconic one, Donny Gall, three times in a row. It's the stuff of dreams, isn't it? You know, stuff of dreams, say. Uh -huh. It's uh, the whole. It's almost unbelievable the way it all ends. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. But anyway, such yeah. is life. Uh -huh. So changing the subject completely. Whenever you started out in the mid to late seventies, did you ever envision the journey? <laughs> did you always want to be the best, even back then, or did did it just start to snowball and? Uh, I suppose, Kevin, um, when I started out back then, I don't know, I don't know, uh, like, I don't, I don't think I, I wanted to be the best or really knew where you were going with it, like, because it was all at the beginning, you were in there and learning and yeah. getting on with and meeting people and traveling to rallies and so on. But, you know, I think one of the biggest attributes that I have and sees me through quite a lot of things is a great ambition, like, you know, ambition to do well. Uh -huh. And put in the effort, you know, put in the work and put in the preparation that when you get to the occasion that, you know, you, all that preparation should lead to the result. Like, uh -huh. you know, like it takes two to tango, as you know, uh -huh. and more often than not, the people I've won with anyway, the people I've won rallies with and people I compete with, like, they only, they need top quote drivers, like, because them boys are top men no matter what they do, like, yes. and they expect that level, uh -huh. they expect you know that you're fit to do the job like yeah and you know even though i come up with some great drivers through the 80s like and although james Cullen was a great at the beginning james Cullen was had shown great ambition too and i feel i got a bit from him you know even though we went our separate ways like yes and it's ironic we come around together again and he's won Donegal go rally twice and i've won it four times you know it's ironic that we've come around and we've had that success like uh -huh. and haven't started out together you know, I did the rally in 98 as well, I think. Mm -hmm. But um, that's what I think has seen me through. And, you know, I do I do believe I'm a wee bit lucky. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, you know, um, and I, I know I've said this before a hundred times, say, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, and uh, of course, through the 90s, I had the best teacher you could ever ask for. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very privileged to be in that position, yeah. uh, see how it was done, see, you know, to, to go drive for Birdie and do all their rallies and be in such a fantastic team. Like the whole team was fantastic. Yeah. The driver was fantastic. Car was the best you could get. Tires, service crew, the gravel crew, team management, everything, even the co-driver, if I may say so myself. <laughs> we were all on top of our top games. Of I was a good bit younger than what I am now and mm -hmm. I was on top of my game and Look, uh, look, every day's a learning day, no matter what, like, but, you know, you learned your trade and you knew how to do it. And I've had a, an incredible career and I'm very grateful and privileged to have survived it because I had a few <laughs> near misses along the way. I uh -huh. uh, ended up in hospital a few times too and thank God I have survived that and um, I'm still in one piece. But um, the more I do it, the more I feel, you know, I know if I get on with somebody, for example, if I get on with Gary to do the Donegal Rally, 
and we have the right car. I know, first of all, we're capable of winning. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. When look at everybody else, I say we're as fast as any of these boys on our day, yeah. providing we apply ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, now that kind of confidence, like I know we can do it. And I don't mean that in a, in a brash way. No. I don't go in your face. We're capable of winning this really, whatever. No. Mm -hmm. I know we can do it ourselves. Quite confident, if you like. Yeah. And any of my drivers I was with, Mark Higgins, Mark, um, I, Mark Higgins, Mark Fisher, Mark mm -hmm. Fisher, yeah. Malice Kelly, Gary Jennings, um, James Cullen, Vincent Bonner, James McDade, mm -hmm. uh, Robin Lyons, Dickie Hall, all them boys that I rally with. I hope I haven't forgotten anybody there. Now McShay, Jesus, yeah, uh -huh. uh, McShay, and, and Alistair as well, Alistair, Alistair, uh -huh. Alistair uh, Martin Rowe as well. You know, rallied quite a bit with him. He was a world championship. He was a he was a production cup world champion driver then. Uh -huh. Rally in China, and I could just go there, Kevin, jump on the car, just do it. Yes, you know, Clicks. there was no uh -huh. well, no, just don't won the rally, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and just to show it was no flash in the pan. When back a month later, done the same thing, I won again. Yeah, uh -huh. and you get the right blend, and it works. It happens. Like, uh -huh. yeah. So anyway, as I say, I feel a wee bit lucky too, and. Um, Okay, and mm -hmm. privileged, and uh, uh, have to be grateful to all my drivers who mm -hmm. kept me safe through all the years. Like, because you know, it's a very dangerous game, this as yeah. well. Like, well, no, and mm -hmm. uh, but in return, you've kept them safe too. Obviously, you know, you've done your job yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, well. Of course, I and like all good drivers, all good top drivers mm -hmm. find good top co drivers as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's no mistake that they always find they always end up. You know, that's the way, yeah. and that's why it's a team, and that's how it works like. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's a sort of parallel confidence between you. You know, I'm, I have every confidence in Gary or my driver, mm -hmm. and he's every confidence in me. It's a sort of parallel thing, or coincide, you know. Mm -hmm. So you never have to, you never have to worry about anything, you know, in the car, and you're doing 200 kilometers an hour through Knock Alley, like, mm -hmm. and you're going out kissing the barriers, like, yes. I don't bother with, like. No, you're that's that you're that you're in your zone and you're happy to be there. In the zone, and, uh -huh. and you know, it just happens like and I know an odd time now you can get the light scared out. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes. By and large, uh -huh. you know the limits and your and um you know, it doesn't take it out of you like yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So us being a co-driver that's what that is. Yes. <laughs> well, I think you know that's as good a uh, point to you can draw a line number below this year. And so, Rory, really appreciate your time and thanks for everything. Oh, no problem, Kevin. It's great to sit down and have a chat like this every now and again, and uh -huh. uh, especially at the time, I guess, when we're all locked down. Yes. <laughs> so, but interesting, and um, um, hopefully, we'll have a few more rallies before very long and a few safe rallies, anyway. So. Yes. Okay, thank you. That was Rory and me talking rallying. I'd like to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it. I'd also like to extend a special word of thanks to everyone who has shared, liked, commented on the, uh, my previous podcast. It really is very much appreciated. The response has been phenomenal. Until the next time, where I speak to Frank Kelly, I want you all to stay safe and take care. Speak soon. Bye.